0: You Hello, everybody, nigga and like me, welcome to the Whole die Lot of Nothing like podcast. Me, my name is Roland Prince, a and the song you're just listening to? That was my new single called Whoa, featuring my boy T Shandy, who was actually on the podcast before. If you want to listen to that song, along with any other songs of my discography, you can head over to my Spotify. You can find me just by searching Roland Prince. But anyway, that song is coming out on January 4th. It's called wo W-O-E. It's featuring my boy T. Shandy. Pete my Instagram at RolandThePrince. Or go on to RolandPrince.ca and pre-save the song on Spotify. There's a link to do so on my site. There's also information about my new album, Loaf Boy, that's coming out on February 1st. And
1: more stuff like that. But I digress. How you doing, Jamie? You know it's the it's the question that starts every pod. Mm-hmm. Every single pod. Mm-hmm. Should I should I do my own intro like you? Yeah, do it, bro. So it. hello, that was not my single. I am not a musician. I am not a musical talent whatsoever. But I do have a Instagram that you can check out at James Life Life with an extra E. So if any of you care to follow, you can do so. But also we also have a podcast Instagram at WLN podcast that we are trying to use more and more. More and more. Uh which by the way, did we ever get any DMs of any of the questions we asked recently? Not for uh our last
0: podcast unfortunately. That was the uh that was the one with Johnny. Uh and uh we didn't get any responses this week. So guys, come on. We got to be responding. Yeah, seriously. It's like, like we're where are only you at, Paul listeners. Where you at, Paul? My boy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you were my boy before as soon as it's we... Kevin. Kevin. Remember remember we talked oh, about Kevins. fucking Kevins. Kevins. <laughs> my boy kevin where you at we need a kevin to, re- to respond to all yeah. this like do you nah.
1: anyway yeah k dog let's go i
0: wish we could i wish if we got like an alexa or something or like an alexa or like a, your google assistant or whatever you could name it whatever you wanted you weren't stuck with the name it was given like instead of saying okay google or hey google or
1: alexa you oh, can, I, I or named, siri <laughs> i named my gopro because you can like when you, you name your gopro yeah so I got a new GoPro a few days ago, and when you put it in, it's you can choose like the name for it. So it could be like GoPro or Jamie's GoPro, and I I named it Jimothy Jones Jr.
0: Jimothy Jones Jr.
1: See, <laughs> so, yeah, like Jimothy Jones Jr. What's good?
0: And then that's how you test out a kid's name, by the way, like yeah. my, my, that's what like my, my mom and her friends were, they were talking about like, you know, cause when I was having, when I was about to have my little mom, I wasn't going to have my little brother. My mom was going to have my little brother. We, uh, she was, she was like testing out names. She's like, you know, the way, you know, the proper way to test out a name for a kid is right. And I'm like, no, what is that? And she's like, you're supposed to yell it angrily. Like you're telling them to come down the stairs. And if it doesn't sound right, do not name your kid that.
1: And that comment has, that's like, why, like, imagine like, you have a daughter named Christina, like how do you say that name aggressively? Christina That's like hey, dude, you, you just sound like an idiot? Yeah, Christina Or you't <laughs> I't can't, I can't
0: name a daughter Patricia anymore because of that one fucking vine where it's like Patricia, get it together, sweetie. We have a final next week. <laughs> like, like uh, I can't name a daughter Patricia anymore because if you yell Patricia angrily, you just sound like a vine. Guarantee there's someone out there that gets that. There's someone out there that understands that, and and, and you, you better respond to the question at the end of this podcast. <laughs> what speaking if, directly to or, you,
1: or if your son's name is Ernie, it's like Ernie, Ernie. How how like there's no possible way you can say that with an angry tone. Well, you can. It just you're just gonna sound like an uh, idiot. Yeah, but there's there's no way to be taken seriously when you're angry and you're you're screaming Ernie, screaming out one of the characters on Sesame Street. That's
0: <laughs> like me going Big Bird.
1: Cookie monster.
0: <laughs> we
1: you need get, a vegan monster.
0: There's a kid somewhere, a vegan monster. That's every vegan. They're all monsters. Uh, they uh, they stopped eating meat and they started eating human souls. That's uh, that's the, <laughs> the compensation. That's the compensation. You know, it's like every time that someone mentions meat, they're like, excuse me, you piece of shit. I will eat your soul out of your mouth hole. I will
1: collect all the souls. From and then the I'll virgins. bring them to
0: vegan Jesus and he'll be like, you did good kid. You did good. And that's it. That's how. That's how vegans work. For uh, for those of you who don't know, facts. But a fat blart, a big. I was yeah. I was about to. I was about to call a blart.
1: So let's go. Okay. All right. You no. no, no you take the blart. It's probably the same blart. All right. What is the blart too then? So earlier before the podcast, RJ and I we were talking in the car, uh, doing our occasional brizzle tizzles. Bro talks, you know, bro we d- talk that we always call brizzle tizzles, and we kind of came up with this one thing. That we think is honestly couldn't be more true. But at the same time, I don't think people think this way when it comes to new, like relationships, new and old. No, like, well, it's just a controversial take on whether or not, like, it's basically... I don't think it's it that controversial. It's, not really con-
0: it's just there's some people that I know that are going to be upset at, at you saying this because they know that they don't f- have this. They know that they didn't follow yeah. this rule. and it. And I think it's really important. It is really important. It, ju- it just at shows the level of me. intimacy you have so, me, with another person.
1: So basically what we were saying was that in order for relationships to to work at the beginning before you start dating somebody before you like call them your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever what we were saying is that if you are going to make that decision in that leap you should have a minimum a bare minimum bare minimum of what three inside jokes together that have
0: nothing to do with sex Three like, non-sexual inside jokes together. There should be something that where both of you, like you're at a restaurant or something, and the waiter says something, and you turn to each other, and you just go, ha, ha, because ha, it has something to do with an inside joke that you have. Yeah. Or, you, or you can say, hey, go and get the Crocs, and there's an inside joke there. <laughs> He's shaking his head at me so aggressively. No one's going to get that. But... There has to there has to be something there that's non sexual that shows that there's at least something there for any friendship, for any relationship in any
1: sort of capacity. Yes, I agree. I think inside jokes is kind of just the first form of intimacy in any way.
0: And it it just basically builds strength between well, anybody. Like it, it doesn't this this does pertain to romantic relationships, but this also pertains to almost any relationship that you could have as well. Yes. So Don't think it's confined to that. (laughs) This man's shooting me dirty looks because there's an inside joke that we just dropped there that has something to do with another inside joke that you guys don't even know about. So,
1: Man, you just don't stop talking today, do you?
0: No, I don't. And you've exposed me about females on this podcast so many times. You can take a little one. You can take a little one for the team.
1: Oh, man.
0: It's a a light one.
1: (laughs) He's sitting there contemplating
0: his whole existence right now.
1: Uh, But, yeah, no, I think, so, honestly, I believe if you are with a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or whatever, or even if it's just, like, a close relative, test your inside jokes. Yeah. Because that really, I think, is a very strong indicator of how well you appreciate each other's time. Definitely. And how much you can tend to recall things that have... Have happened with you. Yeah. And it, it also shows that the things that you've done together are memorable. And yeah. they still stick with you and they
0: still last the test of time and like you're still like that person and what you did with them is still present in your mind e- even now. Yeah. Even after you've gone through other stuff. So it's always it's always good to, to have that with anybody. So good situations, but three inside jokes before you can even consider that person your friend or consider dating them or whatever.
1: Hold up, let's test this. All right. What? So, what are our
0: what are our three inside jokes as yeah, friends? Definitely, definitely blarts. Oh, okay. Blart's. Blart's definitely one right yeah. there. Blards. Um, shit, what's another one? Um, Man, this is bo- actually tricky because I feel like we you, have so wait, many. There's a t- There's so many th- to pick from. Uh, seven. Seven, yeah. Seven th- Seven th- is seven. one. Um, I-, I can't say this one on the podcast. Because uh, so, <laughs> like, that's what's making this difficult. There's just a bunch we can't say on the podcast. <laughs> I, you, I
1: think I know the ones you're
0: talking about. You know exactly about. what we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Wait, wait, wait. Hold I can do a hand motion so y'all can't see it oh
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he
0: got it he got it he got it he got it um okay shit so what's another one that we can actually say without like exposing shit on the podcast um, uh because yeah this girl would not be too oh, with oh i
1: got one calypso blues
0: calypso blues there we go there was, there's three there's yeah, three right there
1: so we'll, we'll give context so okay
0: yeah give a little bit of context so the first one was uh was what Blart. Everyone who listens to this podcast, if you don't know what a Blart is, go back and listen to our previous podcast. I'm not sure what the first one that what, that we did a Blart inside of was. We talk about it a lot, though. Yeah, but a Blart, in, we've mentioned in every podcast. It's just since. a segue. It's a segue, because Paul Blart from Mall Cop rides a segue. That's
1: it. Um. Yeah, what was the second one? Seven. Seven, yeah, so whenever I don't know what to say, I just say seven. 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 Uh, and then... The third one, Calypso Blue Lemonades. Calypso Blue Lemonades. If you haven't had one, they're available at all I would, your Circle K dealers. Like, whenever RJ would get me to do like video favors or photo favors or whatever, I'd be like, He'd offer to pay me. I'm like, man, just give me Calypso Blues. Calypso like, Blues. That, that's all I want. Like Calypso yeah. Blue lemonades. They're yeah. the best. So I, I feel like I've bought you
0: a total of like twenty of those by now.
1: Yeah, they're like, the best. Yeah. So uh, Calypso Blue. Like Lemonade. I could really use a Calypso Blue right now. Should
0: I just start keeping a fridge in here just full of Calypso Blue? Oh my god, that'd be perfect. Especially like we just had Little Caesars Pizza, so uh, it's still it's literally sitting on the counter right beside right beside the computer right now. So you
1: know, like a, a nice Calypso Blue to uh, wash, to wash all that, that down. down. Should
0: we do like an ASMR
1: eating pizza and drinking Calypso Blue video? Absolutely <laughs> not. That's a, definitely what we need. I to think do. you've done a little too much ASMR on this podcast with your munching of everything. Okay, I, I
0: if okay if it's that big of a problem, someone would have mentioned it by now. If I you have, think my eating on the podcast, someone other than you who's yeah, not in just, the room watching me eat, bro, there's
1: maybe like five people listening to this.
0: Yeah, I know. And if any of you five people have a problem with me munching on the podcast, um, please don't leave us. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> so I will stop. Please no um but no you can you can take it up with hr human resources exactly that's toby our, our resource human toby. resources guy is toby you can go talk to toby from the office uh yeah anyway
1: small blart what are you allergic to i don't have any allergies none that i'm aware of at least oh okay because i have one and it's only one what's that do you know what it is women <laughs> no <laughs> what stupid women that's it. Yeah, but here's the. Th- oh, okay. So you just brought this up. This is the first yeah, time I mentioned this on the pod. Okay, first time. So strap I baited him into it. I baited him into it. Boots, welcome to Honeynomics, folks. <laughs> Honeynomics
0: one hundred and one is in
1: session. One hundred and one. I really wish that I could have like a graph, like a graphical representation of this. Because I actually like have come up with this. It looks very similar to a supply and demand curve, but anyways, this is the first lesson, and I think the most important lesson of Honeynomics. Honeynomics. Is this a new segment that we're gonna do on the podcast, Honeynomics? Yeah, Honeynomics. Honeynomics. All right. It could just be the occasional lesson that uh, you know, your boys come up with. All right, Uh, let's hear it, bro. I'm done. The professor is now in session. Professor James Lee has entered the auditorium. The first law. Of honeynomics. And I will emphasize, this is not a theory. This is a law, much like... Newton's laws, the yes, laws of the surrounding like marijuana, Newton. everything. These are yes. all fixed things. It's fixed. Fixed. So, the reason why men and women make such perfect and imperfect pairs consistently throughout the course of time is because that they have different skill sets that complement each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And these are.
1: skill sets... I wouldn't... Actually, I won't use skill sets. They have different characteristics that complement each other. Okay. And they're both negatives. But what happens when two negatives come together?
0: More negativity.
1: No, it makes it positive, bro. <laughs> the simple math. I know. It's a thesis. It's honeynomics, boy. Honeynomics. So the first lesson of honeynomics is this. Men inherently... Every single one of us, myself included, RJ included, there's not a single man that is exempt from this. The only difference between us is the degree to which that this is us. And every single one of us are dumb as fuck. We are so stupid. Men as creatures are incredibly, incredibly intellectually challenged. Well, we're not built to be the smart ones. We're built to protect every to protect what will protect families. Yeah, now, now you're you're taking tangents away from honeynomics. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, the professor. Wait, wait. Sorry, professor.
0: Exactly. There you go. I'm one of those kids who puts his hand up at the beginning of class. I like thought like the first lecture and be like,
1: I know everything. Sorry, that's me. My bad. So, oh, no, I actually like that. That's that's our flaw. That's our big flaw, and it's it's troublesome because men really can't understand women whatsoever because we are too stupid to do so. We can't think the way they do. Now, there's another side to this. And because men are so stupid, it makes women crazy. And so women just, in general, all of them have at least a little bit of crazy to combat our stupid... I don't think the whole
0: reason that women are crazy is because men I, are no, stupid. No, no, I'm
1: not saying. I'm not saying. Okay, sorry, it's sorry. I'm, I'm talking to the professor. I'm saying again. My saying bad. That you go. You go. In many circumstances, a stupid man can make a woman go crazy, just as a crazy woman can make a smart man go stupid. It's uh, cyclical. It's a paradoxical. Oh, my God. You infinitely... just explained Kanye West so perfectly. <laughs> so. What ends up happening – and here here's, a, here's an example. So women are so much more intellectually superior than we are. They're able to think of every single situation and scenario that could never possibly happen. <laughs> Whereas we're just like – you know, you get a text and you're just like, oh, I got a text. Cool. I'll respond. I will respond to this text with another text. Yes. Okay. Whereas women will go not just respond – analyze but they'll gather up in teams and have like this council and decide what is the appropriate response and they'll analyze every single minute detail in your life and pick it apart so that you have absolutely nothing left and then they'll respond two minutes later with hey yeah 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 yeah. so so they're masters uh in more toxic relationships and and men can be too this isn't but because this is this is just like the base rule. If yeah. there's
0: obviously obviously all exceptions to the exceptions yes, to the rule. Yes. Cuz
1: actually one thing I'll state is that both men and women can have both crazy and stupid. Oh yeah, everyone has It's a just the base layer. Yeah. The base layer is just different. Yeah. So what ends up happening is like you'll get these girls that come in like crowds in these groups and they they huddle over together and then they they talk about whatever you're you're texting about And then they analyze like a plan of like either how to ruin you or how to get you to her house right now. Yeah, and that's that's the intellectual side. They can think of every scenario, everything in your life, and pick apart every single detail of you. Whereas men cannot see that because men are stupid. Yeah, to to a fault. There's some men who
0: can see it, but not as a general consensus. As an average, like the average male compared to the
1: average female. Yes, you are correct. I think. Yeah, we're all, we're all victims of our own minds. We're all, we're all
0: just victims of what we, we... Men weren't built to be the smart ones. We were built to operate around protecting the female who is protecting the most important thing, the children. So, that's from a biological standpoint. Now we've evolved beyond that. Anthropological, more like it. Yeah, that's... Well, sorry, I was an anthropology major with a minor in sociology. It I know, that's just, why I said it. Yeah, this is this is why I... This is, I have spent so many hours having these conversations with people that like I just, I just let people do what, they, do what they want with their opinions at this point. But with James, to be honest, he has, he has, a, he has a good point there. Men are inherently stupid. We, we do say stupid things to females that drive them crazy. But women do have an underlying level of crazy that exists regardless of whether the male is there or
1: not. That's all yes, I'm getting that's, at. Uh, that's, uh, it's part of it. There's resting stupid and resting crazy rates. Yes. So that's another extension of Honeynomics. So right, here's another part go of it. Yeah. So Dig into that Essentially deeper. what resting stupid rates and resting crazy rates mean is... I hope you're taking notes, guys. Yeah, it's basically... What it means is when things are going totally normal, when there's nothing to complain about, everything is totally great. There's no problems on the horizon, no stresses. Everything is Chill. How stupid or how crazy are you during that period of time? Because there's elaborate the, on that. So, like, how does one tell? So, for instance, one could just make up a situation that never actually happened or isn't going to happen and use that as a way to be stressed about whatever the relationship is or things like that. So, you know, so that's crazy, that's, or is that stupid? That's that's on the crazy side. Okay. So, for instance, say, like, a girl's going on. And she's like, you know, Kyle Kyle hasn't texted me today. But used with that other girl, that you know, the one that he was looking at at the mall recently. And you know what? They're like, this, this is ridiculous. I can't have this anymore. That's a very high resting crazy rate. Yes. Whereas Kyle, you know, could just be like, oh, uh, you know, like, I was out with the boys and uh, I just uh, didn't text you today. And I uh, I just forgot to text you yesterday too, and the day before that. Well, it's like, dude, you're pretty stupid that's to not rec- stupid, you're right. you're pretty stupid to not recognize that basic communication is a is is a courtesy. Okay. So that's like, when things are chill, how stupid or how crazy do you get? Okay. That that makes sense. That honestly does make sense. That makes sense. And what the annoying thing is, is because they are opposites, they they work in cycles. Yeah. So like one will work to to antagonize the other. So the more stupid a man becomes, the more crazy a woman gets because she's trying to figure him out because she can't understand a human being could be so stupid. Whereas, does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. And then whereas, or the opposite can happen if... Say a girl tends to be a little more loose and the dude like is so dumb he can't understand what he's go like who she is and like what's going on, then he's gonna get more and more dumb and find less and less answers. Okay. Now what I need you to
0: explain a little bit more. Go more in depth on that. I'm so tired. I know you are. That's why I'm making you do this.
1: Okay. So let's imagine that a couple is in an argument. Okay, and the man—I'm actually like really blanking out right now. It's okay. It is ten forty-two. It's 2042. pretty late. It's, it's pretty oh, late. Uh, for it was you. funny. It was twenty forty-two on the clock when you said that. What? Oh, um, but no. Let's let's just say a couple is getting in an argument, and the man is really struggling to understand a woman's position. And she's not like anything abnormal or... No, Like let's just say that she's like... Her crazy rate is her, zero. Her, her RCR, resting crazy rate... <laughs> resting crazy rate, all right. Is moderate.
0: Is moderate, okay. So it's a normal rate.
1: And he has a very high RSR.
0: Resting stupid rate? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, so his resting stupid rate is through the charts... And her resting crazy rate is really, really normal. Normal. It's kind of just like what you expect. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is if, if they get in an argument, he's not smart enough to win. Yeah. And so she's going to try to empathize with him because she can't understand how someone cannot grasp her position. Okay. And what's going to happen to the man is that this woman is now going to try harder and harder and harder to get her point across and he's just going to come up and keep stumbling over his words and backtracking because he doesn't have high enough he doesn't have enough intelligence to kind of make this argument work or understand her point of view because a lot of people struggle with empathy especially men yeah so, but the thing it's is, the do, you, empathy do you think that, that kills. struggling
0: do you think that struggling with empathy is the way that men are raised to not really they're not really express emotion, not really yeah, feel emotion? I think a lot of it is. And women are women are praised for their ability to assess emotion because yes. the more emotionally aware of your position that in, in in anything or anyone else's position, that's those are those are defining qualities of what makes a good woman, quote unquote.
1: Yes, in no, a I, totally, view. I think, I'm not saying
0: these are my views,
1: but No, I think it's a very cultural thing. Oh, 100%. I think men are especially from in, in in western culture and it's getting it's definitely getting better but i think men are often shunned away from expressing deep emotions oh, 100% and understanding people and being prided on emotional intelligence mm-hmm. um, whereas women are always prided for emotional understanding and empathy and compassion as they should be that's what they're like i'm not just saying like men can be too. From, a bio, from an anthropological
0: standpoint, yes. that is what women were quote unquote created to do. Be the ones that are empathetic because you need that to be able to raise proper children. And, and I'm so, not saying that's women's job for all those people who are going to try and get angry at me. No, it's no, not No, it. no,
1: it's not. Like This is purely clearly,
0: anthropological from a very basic human standpoint.
1: And so women just are typically a lot better at understanding people, understanding emotions, yep. compassion and empathy than men are. I don't know if that's as much of a biological thing as it is a cultural thing. It's a, it's a balance of both. To that's be that's a very interesting conversation to have that I just don't know. We can't know. get into that right now. Well, I I just don't know enough to kind of have a formulated opinion on that. Um, it's but, always good to have a fluid opinion. Yeah, and that, so but. I think that is one of the things that does make men stupid is the fact that so many of us really struggle with empathizing with the other person, which means you can't understand their point of view. You can't Mm -hmm. understand where they're coming from and where there's many women who are extremely empathetic and they can see every single situation and understanding your point of view and like how maybe you were raised, led you to this point that can create a lot of problems because there's a complete disconnect in human understanding.
0: That's what this is that's why I need when 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 it comes down to like I was I was a person who was raised to have a lot a very high level of emotional intelligence. I was raised by a single mom. Mm-hmm. So women, I know all your tricks. And
1: <laughs> no you think you know all the I know, tricks. I know obviously the, I know. That's that's a dangerous I, game.
0: I know. I know. Anyway, I I was raised by a single mom. Women women are not a foreign concept. Do I know everything? No. And I know I don't know everything because as soon as I do say I know everything, I know that's when I know I'm going to learn. I don't know everything. But anyway, I was raised to have a very high level of emotional intelligence and I when I've started to get better at it. Obviously, being a boy, it's not it's not the easiest thing. But uh when I started to get better at it, started to get better at reading people and understanding everybody to to a higher degree, it just helped me see the world better help me make better judgment calls and then it helped and then i actually sat down and thought about it. it's like this is how women were raised to think all the time or mm-hmm. most most women are raised to think or just naturally end up thinking like this all the time and that's why women generally make way better judgment calls than men
1: yeah i couldn't agree with that way more. better
0: because i guess it's that it's that uh that lack for lack of uh that lack of wanting to understand the other person that keeps men on a in, in a state where they're ready
1: to ready to protect, ready to fight, ready to— Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes from arrogance and mm-hmm. narcissism. Oh, 100%. Where it's it's almost like—and I think this part especially is very cultural, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people think it's a sign of weakness to admit mistakes. Oh, that's not, that's not
0: true at all. Admitting—well, no, no. You're correct that it is a cultural thing that yeah. people people think it's a sign of weakness, but it's not a sign of weakness at all.
1: No, yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. It's a sign saying. of strength, honestly. I agree, yeah. but okay, so we're on, we're on the same page. Yes, yeah,
0: definitely on the same page. Here.
1: But it's, uh, it's yeah, a lot of people think that it is a, a, a form of weakness to admit that you have done something wrong, you have said something wrong, or that what you're doing isn't right. And so people would rather have pride in saying that, they're at least consistent then admit flaws because people for whatever reason in western culture flaws are never it's it's harder to accept flaws
0: it, it's 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 basically it's painted as a thing as like once you have that flaw you can never get rid of it yeah and so, that's not comp- so that's many- not true sure at all as soon as you admit you have that flaw and you that that help that's puts you on the track to remove that flaw from your being and makes you or leads you towards
1: the path of being a better person and i don't even like calling them flaws i call them imperfections which is literally means the same thing but the reason i'd rather call them imperfections is because inherently everything in life is imperfect so it's just a part of life yeah. there's absolutely nothing abnormal about these imperfections whether that's how somebody looks how somebody how somebody acts is a little bit different i should say because um, yeah. that's more controllable yes but a lot of these character flaws men tend to not be able to see because they don't empathize with people's backgrounds to to the same degree. Not to the same degree, in the slightest. And that's not, that's, I don't want to make that, that in particular is not a general statement. It's many as opposed to all. Yes.
0: But with everything that we've been saying today, the saying today already... You have to take it with a grain of salt because there are obviously it obviously doesn't apply to every single man. It obviously, doesn't apply to every single woman. There are women that are completely devoid of emotional intelligence, and there are men that are completely uh, that are completely smart and understand. Yeah, understand everything.
1: Like it, there's obviously outliers. It's a, not, it's a, yeah. There's obviously just,
0: everyone's on a spectrum of so either st- stupid to crazy.
1: Yes, it, yeah. but it is. It's just kind of like a at least a interesting way to look at it.
0: Definitely. And that was your Honeynomics lesson for the yes, day. Yes, that was That was your Honeynomics. It was, honeynomics lecture. it was a lecture followed by questions and discussion. Yes. There we go. Honeynomics. Is that the name of this podcast today? Honeynomics 101? <laughs> sure. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Honeynomics 101. If it's uh, if it's called anything else, I got we came up with a better name later, so stay tuned for that. Anyway. Give me something
1: to, Give me a blart. Give me a blart. So today, actually tomorrow is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And it's looking like mm-hmm. our New Year's plans are incredibly interesting. Oh, so interesting. Like You guys hold on to your seats and your hats at the same time. So both RJ and I, we were talking about recently how, um, I think it was in the car on the way here. Yeah. And so we are planning on recording a podcast tomorrow, but that's not so much what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is kind of the why we are planning on recording a podcast for New Year's kind of like midnight thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is both of us were talking and we both get invited to uh parties, social outings to go nights out, whether yeah. that's clubbing, to the bars. And at least for me, like ninety nine percent of the time I'm just not about it. Yeah, and same thing for me. If I'm invited to a
0: bar, if I'm invited to a club, I was literally there was a there was an after party after uh, my my DJ. He's he's the owner of FMG Collective, and they just put on the show with uh, with Young Tory that happened last night. And my DJ Chefney, he invited me to come down to the uh, to the after party with with like with the Young Tory and shit. And I was just like, I don't want to go to a club. I
1: want to sit home and work. And like, yeah, that's the thing is when. When, to sit on my laptop Like and type I want to record a podcast tomorrow. I want to do some yeah. some filming if I can, or some editing of sorts, or some brainstorming, or some personal brand development. Yeah, I want to do that because I enjoy doing that, just as you do. Oh it's it's
0: like crack to me. Like when I can sit I down, when I can sit down and block out the next three months of advertisements that I'm going to be running online, mm. and then have all of my demographics. Mm, and, it sounds delicious. Oh, this sounds like porn to me. Oh, it have does. all my demographics all laid out like. Age ranges, their interests, yeah, Ooh, other artists they listen to. Sign Ooh. me right up for that. Oh, some of that. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, take off another layer of depth. Ooh. Oh, you want to go in depth? Oh, we can go in depth. What what posts are they liking? Who are they following? Oh, how can we market Ooh, towards targeted that? Targeted analytics.
1: Ooh, targeted analytics. That's what mm. I love. That's what I love doing. Segmented demographics.
0: Right? Because I, I went to school for I went to school for audio engineering, but also there was a side of my uh, of my degree that was all just artist development and how to how to actually like start an artist's career and maintain it and that shit like i don't i just fell in love with it and i still love mm-hmm. it to this day and jamie's the same way with the way that he markets his videos the way that he markets everything that he does his own personal branding and whatnot he's a he's a big gary vayner truck fan as well mm-hmm. so there's always a little bits of uh of the, like
1: oh anyway just
0: i could talk so, about yeah, marketing I,
1: and shit like that for hours but it's hours so for for us when one of the things we were saying was that we get the same sort of high and enjoyment out of doing these podcasts, out of being productive and finding things to fill up our time that we think are really going to benefit us benefit us long term. Mm-hmm. And we get the same sort of high out of that in the moment as somebody who goes to a a party and has a, a great shindig, time, if you, you know. Will. Or who goes out to New Year's and is with everybody. There's n- nothing wrong with that. If that's how you get your joy, it's no about, problem. It's all about enjoyment and fulfillment. And for us, at least, I find more fulfillment in doing things like this than I do in spending time drinking or partying and amongst those things. No, I, I I will always make time to socialize.
0: Well, there's difference. There's but difference between socialization with between people that you deem is already valuable to your situation. There are people who benefit your life in any way, shape, or form, and they are like your friends, your family, people who are who are there for you. Like socializing with them, that's that's different. But I'm talking about socializing with like randos at a bar. Yeah,
1: that's different. Yeah, that, so yeah, for me, for me and you, I think we both really value just doing things that we love. Which is in this in this circumstance is going to be the podcast, but oh yeah, and others can be music, and for me it can be video. I would much rather have my New Year's Eve spent editing at this point in my life than I would going to a party and watching the countdown. That's that's at least how I work. I, I can I can pull up a live
0: stream, pop it in the corner of my desktop, and uh, there we go. There's a, there's my live stream of the of the
1: ball dropping. That's all the New Year's Eve festivities I need, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And it's interesting, though, because a couple years ago, like, neither of us ever partied that much. But not really, no. We used, to, we used to go to a fair amount. Yeah, like, we'd see each other at parties all the time, or, but, uh, or I'd see you but on it's, your Snapchat It's funny now, not. though, is, like, both of us have kind of gone away from looking forward to going to parties to now being like, oh, I don't even want to be invited. No, like, like it's almost I like a burden. Like, it's like, now I'm expected to show up. No, but it's, like, when it comes to... Parties with the expectation is everybody's, you know, drinking games and all that stuff. It is fun. Like, I I do enjoy that. But I'm at the point where I don't know if I actually want to be invited to those things.
0: Well, it's just, I feel like we've just outgrown them, to be honest. Like, we've gotten to a point in, in our lives where our career is more important than what other people our age deem to be socially, quote unquote, fun. Yeah, right. and it's, it's just, just that we have a different perspective on things. That's yeah, why. we
1: have a different. Our goals are different. Our mindset is different. Uh, yeah, and we kind of just ha- enjoy, like our. We would rather spend our time working than partying. But the thing is, what's different with us than than a lot of other people, and I guess this is the the
0: whole underlying factor is most people, we're just lucky to be at a point in our life where we know what it is that we want to an extent. Extraordinarily lucky, and and we just are driving towards it. And we know what we need to do to get there. And it involves a lot of work. So we're willing to do that work. But the thing is for us, we enjoy the work. It's not work for us. Yeah, we
1: enjoy the the process of it.
0: And for people who don't necessarily know what it is that they want to do. And there's no problem with that. As we said in other podcasts, there's no problem with not knowing the direction that you're heading in. But for people who aren't, don't really know where they're going, and they don't really know what it is exactly that they want to do, exactly like this is this is what I'm doing, and this is what I want to do for my entire life. Some people value social interaction, partying with other people as like an escape from not knowing what it is they're doing with their life. Mm. And, and that's one of the reasons why they enjoy it so much.
1: Yeah. I think for us, we don't need an escape from anything.
0: No. Because my, my escape from, because the thing is I would be at school all throughout my college, my college career or throughout, well, my engineering college career. And I'd be like, Audio engineering, audio engineering, for, yes. Yeah. It's still, you know what I mean. No, I know, but if there's somebody, new yeah, that's so true. If there's so somebody new, yes. Through my my whole audio engineering degree, I would be sitting for hours on Pro Tools, hours on Pro Tools, doing assignments. Whether it would be editing, editing, uh, editing audio for for videos, for movies, for for uh, for music, for anything, and I would sit there editing, 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 and and creating, producing whatever. And my escape from that was to go hop into Logic and make a beat. And that, that's <laughs> just, a-
1: just used a different program doing the same exactly.
0: thing. But the thing is, when I open up logic, my brain goes to a completely like, ah, I can do anything. Mm. When I open pro tools, my brain's like, all right, work time, bro. You got to edit these vocals. Cause I, I make sure I do all my most of my, or at least 90% of my producing inside of logic and mo- all my vocal editing inside of pro tools. Mm. It just keeps everything separate for me. But basically w- the reason that the way that I know that I found something that I really love in my life that I do is that, I'll, I, to get away from being stressed and working, I do the thing that I do when I'm working. Yeah, and that's like it's huge for me, but I, I, it's different for everybody. I guess with music, it's different because like I don't think there's any electrical engineers in here that are doing advanced voltage equations. And when, <laughs> when they <laughs> when they get tired of doing advanced voltage equations, so I don't know. But I guess my whole overarching point in this little rant is that.
1: I think we love what we do so much. Yeah, that's much. pretty much it. Yeah, it's, we just love what we like, do. We, no, but it's we don't just love it. We love it so much that we would rather do this over pretty much any other, other alternative. Yeah, And that's not knocking going out no. with friends and stuff. That's not that at all. We're just stating our position. We're just so lucky that we love what we do to the degree that there's almost nothing that I would rather do on my New Year's. But getting some booty though. That's oh my that's
0: high up on that list though. So you know, sometimes I will put down the pro tools or the logic to go get me some booty. So there is that. You know, it's a pirate lifestyle out here. If you know what I'm saying. To this. Hello, how you doing, Cindy? How you doing? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jamie's the same way. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, Cindy. Oh man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, That was good, uh, but anyway, my mom doesn't listen to the podcast. Well, don't you tell my mom to start listening to the podcast, or else I'm gonna have to beat your ass. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure I don't. Okay, there we go. Perfect. All right, and with that, no, we're not. Uh, we're not done. But with uh, what? when's When is the last time that you actually went out for like to go to a party, and that was like you could have been doing work during the time that you went to this party, and you still went to the party? I was in Asia.
1: Like it was literally like. Five, six months ago. Damn. And you were like, I could be working right now, but I'm going to go do something. It was when I was in the Philippines. I uh, was invited by a bunch of locals to a full moon party. And I had done like the massive full moon party in Thailand the month before. And I'm in the Philippines in Shargao, which by the way is my favorite place in the world. If you ever have the chance to go, I couldn't recommend it enough. Um, I could literally talk about Shargao for years. He does. He does talk about short grab a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I was, I I kept telling them. I was like, no, like I I want to edit. Like I've got so many photos and videos to edit tonight. And then like as I got some editing done, and then a bit more editing done, and then I was like, you know what? Like, okay, maybe I'll go. And I I had a good time. Like it wasn't incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as incredible as staying home and editing. It was like. It was no different.
0: Okay. It was
1: like I had a good time. I didn't like it was fine. Okay. Like it was fine. Like it was good. It was uh like this full moon party in the beach. Uh they had like Filipino beers like San Miguel and Red Horse that cost like a dollar 20, oh, 80 wow. cents to a dollar 20 each. Everything in the Philippines is really really cheap relative to here. Uh so yeah, I think that was the last time that I actually was planning on editing and then i didn't fully follow through with it but that was about six months ago and since then i've had a pretty strong record with that well there you go like even last night like you know me with my habs like oh yeah i work my schedule around when the the habs Habs are on yep and i i edited that was a nice voice crack right there yeah no it was was a bit it was a bit of a burp ah a voice burp yeah okay uh no but i i pretty much work my schedule around the hab schedule so that i can make sure that i'm watching all the games and i ended up sacrificing which doesn't sound like to most people a lot but for me missing a game is a big deal so i ended up not watching the game so i could edit 835 photos for a wedding that i shot which bro are you just staring at stuff Oh, sorry, there's a video on the screen.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> I have the, uh, I, was the pro- like, I have the projector set I have the projector set up in the uh, in the studio and I have the PS2 connected to the projector and one of my favorite games, uh Fatal Fury, uh Real Boat, is uh is up on the screen and it's like the demonstration of just like all the characters fighting and it's it's yeah. kind of cool.
1: It's But kinda cool. no, no sorry. yesterday, yesterday I did I edited 835 photos. That's insane. That's wild. Like I shot these photos and I went straight to Starbucks and I spent about 3 hours just editing photos. Just sitting
0: there like, "Ha." Ah,
1: yeah, getting work done. Just all in Lightroom. Making
0: that noise too the whole time just ah
1: yeah. constantly for 3 hours, yeah. It was uh it was good though. Like I productive. Yeah, I I've noticed especially in the past year that I tie a lot of my personal happiness to my productivity and i wouldn't be surprised if you're the same for me yeah
0: like well when i get when i'm actually super productive and i lay out okay i need to have all these songs done by this point so i can have this song coming out this week this song coming out that week and basically i, I line up my schedule with what i need to do when i get something done or if i if i fit have i set up i need to finish this client's mix by this day when i finish that and get that all done it's 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 like oh my god that feels amazing yeah it's it's yeah. so rewarding like, productivity makes me extremely happy. It, I don't base all of my happiness around it. Or, no, like, I don't either. But I most of my happiness is based around just me doing what it is that I know that I need to do to keep myself content and keep myself right
1: my thing, in what I'm doing. My thing with productivity is not that super vague, though. <laughs> it's not the be-all and end-all that drives my happiness, but I noticed that if I have a day and I feel like at the end of it I was lazy, I get pissed at myself, yeah. and then... I'm like not happy when I go to sleep, mm-hmm. and that's not a way that I want to end my days because for me, what I'm trying to do is I don't care how my day goes, find a way at the end of my day to to claim a W, to claim some sort of win. Your daily double? Your da- or daily dub? Daily yeah, the, w? D- the daily dub. The daily I think, dub. I think every single day, if you collect some sort of win, you will end up... Down the line, a champion at something.
0: But the thing is, it's like it, It's not only you. You collect some sort of win. Like you don't act. Not every day is going to be involved. You actively going out and grabbing a win. There's a lot of little wins that you don't even realize that you had in your day. That if you look back and realize that you had that mm-hmm. little win in your day, that is what pushes you forward. It's not the actual win that pushes you forward. It's the acknowledgement yes. to yourself that you won.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I couldn't agree with that more. And one thing I'll add is that you can take any loss that you take you can take any L and find a way to turn that into a win 100%. So for example, you know, maybe you run a business and you have some clients and one of your clients was just totally unsatisfied with the work mm-hmm. that you've done and you review your work and maybe there's a few options. Maybe you look and be like, "Oh, we missed this, this and this." Or maybe you look at this like, you know, like, "No, like we delivered a good product." And the win that you could take is now you no longer have a client that, like, like that we were That doubts your ability. That doubts your ability. Or doesn't fully understand it. And doesn't fully understand it. So the, that could be considered a win. Or it could be you recognized what went wrong, and now you have the tools and the know-how to improve. To make it better. There's yeah. your win. So you can take any L and find a way to add a W to it. I'm a big believer of that. In every single loss, there's at least something to learn, or something you can actively do to turn that into a win fast. Yeah, there's
0: definitely there's a W in every law, and W in every L, and uh, there's L's in every W, and and there's there's no W's with no L's. There has to be. You have to. There W's and L's have to be in
1: equilibrium.
0: Oh, of course, a hundred percent. Because if you have too many W's. With no L's, you get cocky. No, but and I then still you, believe- you set yourself up for a bigger L in the but future. But I
1: also believe that every win does come with some sort of cost.
0: Oh, it, of course.
1: And that, that is you the ta- L. You
0: take an L of, oh, I can't go out and see my friends tonight. That's, that's your L. But well, your everything- W is you, you stayed home and you worked in your craft and you got yourself a little bit further mm-hmm. so that your W's in the future are bigger.
1: The reason why there's always wins and always losses to every single decision you ever make is just because of opportunity costs. Yeah. Because it's, and for those of you that don't know what opportunity cost is, it's what you give up to get something. Mm-hmm. And I think we may have mentioned this in one of the first podcasts. Yeah, it's possible. So, so, for example, the opportunity cost, it's late at night right now. I have to wake up really early in the morning. I've been really going hard all day since like six in the morning and my opportunity cost right now would be making sure that I get a good night's sleep for tomorrow. And that way I can wake up tomorrow and be like refreshed and ready to go. And But instead, right now I'm podcasting. So the cost is the sleep that I'm losing and was probably going to make my day tomorrow suck to some degree because I'm a guy that really needs sleep
0: his beauty sleep
1: yeah in fact i'm quite exhausted at the moment because i've been on the go. he's today. been going
0: like he's been on all day
1: yeah like he has so. to be running and firing on all cylinders so yeah so that's what i well I, I mean we did mention this on the pod i do like to speed things up on the weekends yeah oh, oh to slow yeah. down oh yeah I,
0: I do the same thing, because like, that's the time when people are active on, on social media. That's mm-hmm. the time when when people are, are going to be like, yo, I don't have work, so I can come into the studio and record.
1: That's when I get most of my, my mixing done. That's when I get most of my clients recorded. So, And that's actually, that's another thing I was thinking about how we're recording tomorrow for New Year's, mm-hmm. is that I think it's such a good idea to take every single chance where everyone else is not working to, to do work. some work. Hell yeah. It's it's just the competitive spirit in me. It's like, all right, let's let's get Let's,
0: and, and there's let's nothing, get this bread. There's nothing saying that after the podcast we can't go we can't go party as well. No, I'm 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 going to head home. Yeah, I'll probably go to sleep too. So but, yeah. No, I just said it to you, know, just uh there's a <laughs> give some hope to the people that we still party, but no, no, we don't. Uh honestly, I might go home and then like play with the dog. I kind of feel old now.
1: I, I like 22 I, I said, and 21 years old
0: i said old. i said this today uh, or sorry i said this the other day when i was uh, i was watching this disney christmas special with my mom i was at disneyland there was a bunch of athletes on there yeah. a bunch of uh actresses actors and they were all just doing their thing hosting the show and, and doing putting on whatever i would this is the first time i've ever watched something like that and i was with my mom and we were looking at the tv and we both looked at each other at one point and be like who the fuck are all these people <laughs> like we had no idea who anyone was. There was one guy on there, Jesse Palmer, who I actually have a – I was in Star Magazine with a picture of – Yeah, he was a quarterback, He right? was a quarterback for the Montreal Alouettes. And uh, he played in the NFL. Yeah, he did play in the NFL. And, and he's uh, also I, from Ottawa. He is. And uh, there was a practice with the pros little like football clinic that I was at when I was a, like, a little kid. And uh, someone took a picture of uh, him pass- passing me a football and put that into the me- Star magazine. So I'm, I just have that on my wall now. Ep- uh, <laughs> episode a a fucking issue of uh, Star magazine. But so and I knew I knew him, and then there was uh, Andre- Andrea Bocelli was one of the uh, one of the um, musical guests, mm-hmm. and that was literally the only two people on the show that I knew—an opera singer and a football player—and that's, that's so it. weird. And like there was there was multiple actresses, there was there was multiple musical guests, and there was like a new like boy group, like One Direction that I was just sitting there like, I've never heard of these humans. And if they're as big as One Direction, why have I never heard of these humans? Were they K pop? Uh no, no, they weren't K pop. Because that, that, that would that, make sense. Do you think that's the next wave? Honestly like I think it's you, a current wave. No, do you think like that's what's gonna take over because hip hop right now is the
1: most popular genre in America. Do you think K pop's next? Not in America. I don't I know. I think K pop is gonna infiltrate America and I think it's gonna be big. I don't think it's gonna take over hip hop, but I do think that K pop is gonna have a lot more potential globally. Oh, definitely. Cause well, it, it has its own. it's such it's such in its own it's such
0: it has such its own category. It's way off in left field in terms of what they do and how they how our creative. I I've, I don't it's not for me. But I agree,
1: it's not for me I Actually, can.
0: I can I guess I can see an appeal in it but
1: it's just not for me Maybe if if there was a K-pop party for New Year's I'd go <laughs> uh,
0: uh, that, I feel like that'd just be so fun but Yeah, I guess And like Psy like, like, si shows up Oh my god, if Psy si showed up I, I'd be fucking down <laughs> I'm Absolute down. legend Honestly, that dude played the internet Yeah, no, He no. pimped the
1: fucking he, internet le- He almost didn't release Gangnam Style he didn't? Yeah. He, or he, like he did almost not. He almost didn't because he thought it would be such an embarrassment. And then it came out and was the first video ever to reach a billion views. And all he had to do was pretend to ride a horse. Yeah. Wow. no, but it, was, it wasn't
0: all like that. Music no, I video know was, that music video. That was legendary. Honestly. like So that has to as one of the top
1: music videos of all time. So that's considered K-pop.
0: Yeah, that is. That, that's that. K-pop. Yeah. Okay. Because when I think K-pop, I think I think like I don't know. I think more. I think more like weird, really fast Japanese music. That yeah, like, you think you hear the, anime. I think <laughs> like, I, like, your I love life anime. revolves
1: so much around anime that you dis- you can't even distinguish it between Korean and Japanese. Hey, that's not true. I can distinguish
0: Chinese, Japanese, Korean, no, no, North Korean, musically. and South Korean. I don't. I don't know people from both sides, so I can only speak for South Korean. Uh, but. I, I can t- I can usually tell the difference between, between what's going on culturally, but my, a, a lot of my uh, yeah I do I do think uh, Japan uh, sorry I don't think I do think Asia is just one big anime. <laughs> is,
1: that, is that racist? <laughs> is that extremely racist? Odds are, if you ever have to ask if something's racist, it it's probably, probably
0: ra- is. Well, I'm sorry, all of Asia. My bad. All of America's one big sitcom. Think about it that way. Eh, America all balances out America one big sitcom it isn't even a
1: country it's a continent it's two continents okay well North America is one big sitcom all of Europe is just a drama I mean technically Brazilians are Americans really? yeah South America oh okay yeah technically if you're going really technical yeah I'm going in the very like deep side of technicalities here okay well damn I, I think I think like South America is
0: just like it's all telenovela and then, <laughs> then North, North America is just all sitcom. All of Europe is just all just drama. It's just yeah, like, like drama. drama. Like, like Downton Abbey type drama. That's what I think. Like Sherlock. Yeah, exactly. And then all, all of Asia is just anime. <laughs> and then what, is that, what does that leave for Africa and Australia and Antarctica? And Antarctica's, Antarctica. Antarctica's, Antarctica's, that's, that's, white, that's, static. that's white noise. Like, that's static on the no, TV. No, it's BBC Earth. <laughs> like it's like it's like planet earth oh yeah because documentaries that's yeah, uh, that's africa. documentaries and then and then antarctica is just white noise no antarctica is oh no no i'm, th- I'm thinking africa is that that's the planet earth that's the documentary oh, okay. place because that, that well where was planet earth shot the majority of it in yeah i guess africa sorry i didn't mean to say it like paprika <laughs> there we go see everyone's everyone's is man this 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 podcast has gone through so many twists and so many (laughs) turns in in its short time i feel
1: like it's entirely because at least for me i'm totally exhausted i'm
0: definitely reaching the end of my limit because i was up super early this morning as well not by choice though the dog just decided to jump and start slamming on my door because everyone else left the house to go somewhere and pick up something well, so the dog was like, "Hey, I'm alone. I have attention.
1: I need sorry. I need attention." <laughs> well, we would have finished this podcast by now if you didn't like forget your keys. Okay, we were on the way
0: to the building to come rec- come and record, and we got all we got all the way to the street, and then I patted my pants, and I'm like, "Hey, um, Jamie, I don't like, have we're my." Pulling keys. up
1: to the building, and he realized that he forgot his keys to get in.
0: Yeah. So I yeah that that I said sorry. Okay, bro. I said sorry he's so angry he was so angry he just didn't say he was angry he was I wasn't very, angry i was just disappointed he was very angry he wanted to put me through a wall like mm. frank murphy from f is for family you won't get this reference no he wanted to put me through that fucking wall for anyone who does get that though we on the same page that's one of our inside jokes <laughs> me and the audience nice yeah so me and the audience are uh, need two more yeah we're one third of the way towards yeah. uh towards being good friends
1: having a strong relationship Having a strong relationship with my audience but you know if if they're a part of the audience, they also know the blart. Oh, they do know the blart. So there we go. See, see you so and me two. audience.
0: You and me audience, we are, we're we're two thirds of the way there to being good friends.
1: hmm There we go. There we go. That's it. That's it. That's all. I feel I feel like there's at least a few more like one more inside joke between you and I. Oh,
0: bro, there's so I'm I'm many I'm trying to
1: think. There's so many
0: that I was thinking of that like we could talk about them after the podcast, but like there's so many I was thinking of. It's just like, we cannot mention that on the, cause there's like, yeah. well, there's like the toes. <laughs> there's that one. And like that one, I, that's literally all I can say about it. Cause there's just too much going on there that we can't expose too many people. Uh, but the toes, the toes is one. What? What's another one? What's another one that we can like, we can mention at least a part of it on the podcast without like exposing anybody. Uh,
1: trying to think.
0: Uh, I, don't, I don't i honestly don't know i'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because like everything that's coming to mind right now is just like well they're not going to be happy about that they're not going to be happy about that they're going to find out <laughs> what i'm saying and come and hunt me down
1: i was trying to think did we have any inside jokes at extreme oh we had so many by the way for those of you who don't know uh
0: one of the places we worked together was this place called extreme trampoline park and uh, it's at 50 Frank Nybor place. Nybor or neighbor? Because there's no. Nybor. A- Nybor? Yeah. It's, Why is Nybor
1: spelled N I G B O R? G H B O R. There's no H. Yes, there is. There is no H. There is. I will Google it right now. Do it. Go- oh, okay. <laughs> like, there's an H. I What's there. the
0: address for Extreme Trampoline Park?
1: It's coming up. The street address for Extreme Trampoline Park is
0: 50 Frank Nybor Place.
1: Told you. The fuck? Okay, fine. Was
0: there an H? <laughs> there was an H, okay. <laughs> but on the street sign, there's no H. Yes,
1: there is. No, no, no. Go look in the street sign. There's no H. I, I will go look at the street sign and there's I no will H.
0: send you a photo. Okay. You know what? Fine. Whatever. When we were working there, uh, we definitely did have some sort of inside jokes about like the kids that were the kids that were running around there. We used to make fun of children so much. Well, I used to, I used to roast the children so much, not to their face, but like behind their back. That no, used to. Yeah, used to. Oh, well, and, and no, I, I roasted some of them to their face as well. Um, uh, I was I, I was also the most like chill trampoline lifeguard of all time. Court monitor. Court. For those of you who don't know, it, it, a court monitor is just a trampoline lifeguard. That's literally all we do. Yeah, that's about accurate. So, like, I was the dude who was like helping double bounce kids so they would do <laughs> double backflips when they were not supposed to double bounce or do double backflips. Okay, back you flips. didn't go that far. No, I did. No, uh, I, no, I no, never no, I, saw like, you do that. Exactly. Do you think I'd let people see me break the
1: rules? Chantel, see me, see me Valley. Oh my God! Have you seen uh, Real episode... Bros of Simi
0: Valley? No, bro.
1: you need I to stopped, watch I stopped. I stopped
0: watching after we because Jamie showed me all of season one, and we watched <laughs> all. Of, we were supposed to be recording a podcast and doing a marketing meeting, and we were we watched all. Oh, season one and then two episodes of season yeah, two. See,
1: you're acting like season one is a lot. Like, it's, like, it's four. It's okay, it's four like twenty-minute episodes. It, it, season one was like half an hour long. total okay. all
0: right. Oh, it was no, no. It was four like five ten-minute episodes. It's I think it's like
1: four six-minute episodes. And one's eight, something like that.
0: Eight minutes. Whew,
1: it's a lot. <gasps> Excuse me. Jeez. So, but yeah, season season two came out. and It's so funny. But there's, hold on, there's... hold on.
0: What are some of our inside jokes from XDP?
1: I haven't been able to think of any. Really? The top of my head, I'm just Trist- tired. Tristan
0: and I, my boy Deshaun. Yeah, that's one. Ton. Deshaun. Deshaun, yeah. Like, his name, Deshaun. Yeah, his name is Deshaun, but it's also...
1: I'm, we can't go into details. Yeah, we can't go into details. No, but there's another one, Walnut. Oh my fucking God, Walnut. We, we can't... We, <laughs> that's
0: that's all we can say. That's all we... Because I don't even know if Walnut knows who Walnut is. Just Walnut it's we'll just
1: it, no no no, no yeah, we can't we it. can't go, okay we're ending it out that's what i'm saying
0: we'd expose too many people if we go into all of our inside jokes yeah just walnut is walnut and that's all you need to know about walnut um what's it what's another one what's another one
1: yo gets your boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that that's just real boys real boys wow real bros oh. of semi valley this man loves this show should we watch an episode after the pod no i'm too tired <laughs> I'll probably end up watching one episode and then going right back to uh, Rururuni Kenshin, which is the, uh, the anime I'm watching right now. Just watch it on Facebook. Watch. Maybe. I don't, I I don't use Facebook at all. The only thing I use Facebook for is if I'm like, if I'm like uh, looking at looking up someone that like, I haven't talked to since high school, uh, which creeping. Yeah. Just creeping, which has only happened maybe like once in the past, like year. Um, Or if I'm, uh, if I'm doing like promotional shit, where I'm like uh, I'm just going through Facebook marketing and shit. Fair. So yeah, that's the only time I use Facebook. But you use Facebook every day, like you're a, you're a regular Facebook user, right? Yes. I, I can't I can't do that, man. I just I don't care enough about the people that I have on Facebook. A lot of it
1: is pages I follow.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I guess that works. But like, I don't know. I just for me, like Facebook pages just aren't really like. There's no there's no incentive for me to go on Facebook when I have Instagram. And I just mm-hmm. I just I just use Instagram a lot more. Instagram's a lot more immediate, and it's not it's more about it's more about people with a wide following rather than Facebook, which is more like my like uh, micro, which is like' sorry micro, which is like around the people that you know. and friends on Facebook isn't just anybody, like followers on Instagram is. it's it's more you like you friend people who you are friends with, you know what I mean? Yeah, you actually know yeah, exactly. So like I don't know. it's just it's just a lot smaller. I guess some people treat Instagram that way. This is not how I operate on Instagram at least.
1: But with that said, we have finally reached our hour on episode 15 of Whole Lot of Nothing. Whole Lot of Nothing. The Tired Cast.
0: Honestly, yeah, we've gotten to this point. So we can, we, what do we call this? Honeynomics and Tired as Balls? Uh, just Honeynomics 101. That's, Honeynomics 101? That's what we just decided earlier. All right, there we go. See, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Honeynomics. I, I wonder if they've noticed. Like, Because like, I drank a Coke right before this uh, this podcast started. I had energy at the beginning. It carried kind of through, and like I've started to this like teeter off the edge of well, I've having been, energy.
1: Yeah, I've been trying. Yeah, you've
0: been you've been start. You've been trying to slump back there. Yeah, I've been trying to keep been my trying eyes to open all the whole time. Anyway, but with that being said, thank you so much to everybody who tuned in this week. Uh, to our first episode of the week, and uh, we will be coming back at you with our New Year's cast on Wednesday, so you can hear how we spent our New Year's Eve. While you go off, you party, you do your New Year's Eve, you can listen in on Wednesday to hear how our New Year's Eve went, how we rung in
1: the new year, with a podcast. And with our New Year's plans. I think we'll actually plan something where we'll talk about our plans, goals, and what we want to do for 2019.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so with that being said, we'll talk about our, uh, what we plan to do in the year in, in next year, do things different. Uh, here's a little hint, uh, new year, same me, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. but anyway, with that being said, thank you so much to everybody who tuned in again. If, uh, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram and hear more about the podcast and uh, everything it is that we do follow us on Instagram at WLN podcast or follow myself on Instagram at Roland, the Prince, or you can also follow Jamie at James life. With an extra e, James L I F E E. Uh, also, if you like that song that we played at the beginning of the podcast, again, that is my single called "Woe W-O-E, featuring T Shandy, and that will be available on all streaming services on is uh, January fourth. Is is that a Friday? Is
1: that a Friday? Uh, I, I don't think it matters. What uh, the end. it doesn't this matter. Is January fourth. January 4th, there we go.
0: Anyway, with that being said, I know I said with that being said about four times, but with that being said. Thank you so much to everybody who tuned in. Have yourself a great New Year's, and I will see you next year. Ciao. Mm